Hi, I'm Dr. Adrienne McKeon, AKA the Story Whisperer. I'm here to help creators of all stripes to discover, shape, and share the narrative gems buried within them. This season, 2020 Hindsight, is all about recognizing both the challenges we overcame and the unexpected gifts we received from the unprecedented events of the year 2020. Life handed us a jar of expired olives, and we each made our own unique version of a quarantini. And if these inspirational stories should happen to inspire you to share yours, well, that's allowed. Hey everyone, welcome to the That's Allowed podcast. I'm your hostess, Dr. Adrienne McKeon, and today we have Lynn Random. Please introduce yourself, Lynn. Hi, and good afternoon, everyone. Um, I'm Lynn Random, um, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my story first. Uh, when I was in college, I had three books that were, was almost accepted by Horton Mifflin Doubleday in Westminster. This was many, many years ago. And when they sent me the rejection letters, I thought they were just being very kind. What I didn't realize was that was a big red flag for me to travel on in that career. Instead, what I did was <clears throat> I started, uh, I got into marketing, which I was not just very good at. I, I had a very successful career in international marketing and advertising. I used to speak on behalf of the US Department of Commerce. I had this wonderful career. The only problem is, I was in fast lane, wrong track. It was never what I wanted to do. So that's why I am passionate now in urging anyone, whatever you think about that you would love to do, whatever speaks to your heart, you want to get into that and follow that. Learn from my lesson. You know, get in the lane that you want to be in, believe in yourself, and uh, go forward in that. Absolutely. So. <laughs> The first question that I always have to ask, and you've partly answered it, it sounds okay. like, what story is the world not getting? Well, I'm <clears throat> not too much, okay, uh, because I've, I'm, I'm very much out there in, in, my two, in my two marketing books. I have a number of marketing books. I write romantic suspense. I've got my metaphysical section. Uh, so, but in my marketing books, um, it, and I'm going to go back to where I was growing up and, uh, uh, you know, my father in particular, uh, you know, was very fond of telling me that I was never going to amount to be anything. I didn't believe in myself. And during my 20s, that evolved and I changed, took a lot of reading material, lifting myself up by my emotional bootstraps. But I realized, you know, my own self-worthiness. But for so many years, I was mired down with uh, the words that they, you know, my parents and other people told me. And to be fair, I really didn't need any outside help. I was perfectly capable of self-sabotage. So those voices that you hear in the dark. So, and I kind of lay them out there in my marketing books, you know, uh, about words only hurt you if you believe they're true. So you need to learn the truth about who you are. And uh, for me and in my world, we are all children of God. We're all equal. We're all entire, uh, entitled. We are all of royal blood because the universe created us. Absolutely. Okay. So 
you have done so many amazing and wonderful things in your life. What are you most proud of? Uh, well, my son, you know, that, that would be, that would be my number one. Uh, <clears throat> but right now, and you heard a little bit of my story, you know, to where uh, my passion is right now, just uh, infusing and enabling and helping uh, men and women to believe in themselves and to follow their dreams. So that's where I am right now. And toward that goal, I've written two books. Uh, one was um, the spiritual side of a, um, I don't know if you can see this very well, but the spiritual, the, the business side of a spiritual uh, practice. Mm -hmm. This is written for psychics, for mediums, for healers, for yoga instructors, for anyone out there who has their practice and they're doing God's work. So, um, you know, you can get all the education for those uh, healing uh, uh, practices, but no one tells you how to uh, get out there and to market yourself in a practical way. And you can do this on a, on a shoestring. The other book that I have, uh, this is for authors. These are both niche marketing and it's driving book sales. Uh, driving book sales is almost identical to these two books. Uh, but what that is, is it's for writers and authors to start uh, their writing business and their promotion. Uh, <clears throat> you can have the most fabulous, and this is true for both, both of these groups of nice folks. You can have the most fabulous restaurant in the world, hire the best waiters, have the, you know, have the best chefs, the greatest wait staff, you know, have everything perfect. But if you don't do marketing and promotion, nobody's going to come to see you. So it's important to take a moment, learn how to do this. And I've tried to cover just about everything. I can't think of too many things I missed uh, in both of my books, respectively, for those two markets. So that's how those two books came around. Um, my book, Driving Book Sales, actually occurred, <clears throat> a little backstory, uh, when I was at a writer's conference and I was going in speaking about how to write romantic suspense or particular genre. And uh, then I'd also do one for marketing because that's my background over 40 years now. And, you know, and I had this young lady come up to me and, and she said, well, I want to have a bestseller. What do I do? And didn't mean to be facetious, but I said, great write a good book. So she said, well, I've done that. She said, and I said, well, then you need to learn how to market and promote your book uh, because your public relations and uh, your promotional work is going to drive your book sales. Uh, you want to have, have so much word of mouth going that when someone goes into a bookstore or goes over to Amazon, you're the one they think about. Absolutely. This is very much on my mind right now, because of course, I've got a, another book coming out soon. And this is an area that I know I need a lot of work in. And I know a lot of self-published authors also need a lot of help with. So yeah. tell us a little bit more about your uh, transformation, because you, you know, you were in marketing, you had this whole career behind you. You fortunately had all these amazing marketing tools in your tool belt how did you use those to get yourself to where you are now? Well, one of the first things I did, I did, and as I was, uh, and I was with a traditional publishing house uh, when I first got into writing. I was fortunate to have one, and uh, and and the rules have changed. 
you know, so be happy to address that in just a moment. Mm -hmm. um, but when I retired um, the first time, you know, so to speak, uh, I started, you know, I finally got on fast lane, long track. I finally got into the lane that I wanted to, to ride in and I was writing my books and I was very happy with it. Um, and as I got into it, I already knew what to do. I had a campaign that was ready to start out. And back in those days, you had a six week window when you really sold your books with a traditional publishing house. Um, Amazon has since come in with eBooks. They've changed the world of publishing. Uh, and there's no need to go to a traditional publishing house, uh, which is where they give you just a small percentage of what, you, what your uh, book is, you know, what they're selling the book for. Mm -hmm. And um, so, but coming into the marketplace and I had my book, it was like, I already had my marketing plan set up. I had my high concept. I had my blurb. I had, uh, I had all the things that were in place when I started selling my books and, and offering them. And I found out how authors uh, did not know how, you know, where to begin. And I'm going to use a very one small, very uh, small example of what happened was I was at a uh, the Southwest right, um, Publishers Conference, and there were a group of ladies that did a uh, their own radio show, and it was a podcast, and it was very big. And uh, the lady who was in front of me got up there, and she started. Oh, she's just rambling. Um, she was clearly in love with her characters and how they met and their first kiss, and she was. Just, all over the board, you know, and uh, I got up next to her because I bothered to learn what a high concept was. Uh, you know, I was able to explain, you know, my books. Now I've got these in print and, and uh, ebooks as well, but um, they said, what's your book about? This is the high concept I'm about to give you. Um, the, the high concept is a reality show that needs a real CSI. Boom, you got it. This was back in 2002. So it was kind of before as the reality shows were just coming into, into play. The other book um, that was uh, Pirates in Paradise. And you know, if you ask me, what is Pirates in Paradise about? And I'll say it's Miami Vice on a romantic midnight run. Boom, you got it. You can use that to springboard into other marketing venues and put it on, uh, and it should be on your bookmarkers and on your website because people want to know in a very short sentence what it's about. The, the concept originally came from booksellers who would go, uh, book well, representatives who would go in to see booksellers and, they'd, and they would literally go in with a stack of books and show the booksellers and they'd say, this book is about this and the bookseller would say, yes, no, yes, no. And that's how the high concept came into play. And then uh, the movie industry took over. So if you were to go like, what is Jurassic Park about? They would say um, uh, dinosaurs are reconnect are regenerated into the modern world and are you know escape. So you know what those are. So you want to have a high concept for your book, and then that falls into your elevator speech, which is about thirty seconds that you should say in the length of the time of of an elevator. Um, with my 30 second for Pirates in Paradise is, uh, and all of this is in my book, uh, Driving Book Sales, and I tell you how to generate it. But um, on the run, on the run from drug traffickers, 
and U.S. Marshals and the FBI, Haley Rollins assumes her twin sister's identity, but and her only hope is a modern day pirate, but she, can she trust him with her secret or her heart? So that was a romance novel. So pardon me for being a little cheesy there. So, um, <laughs> but, but you get what the book is about and then people are able to ask uh, questions, you know, per their interest. The next thing is that any writer needs to do is to understand what branding is. Mm -hmm. And uh, branding is uh, just a quick example, actually started about the turn of the century, of the last century, uh, to, to where people would understand, you know, the product and what the product does. And my favorite example is Kleenex. Kleenex is the name of a company, but actually when you are uh, needing a tissue, uh, you know, you said, do you have any Kleenex? That's branding because they're actually asking for a name of a company. Yeah, another quick example of how to distinguish yourself is people get a little uh, concerned about, well, how do I distinguish myself from the romance author down the street? And you want to emotionally connect with your readers so much so that they think of you. If I look at the peanut butter aisle in my local store, it goes on, my gosh, a mile and a half of all these different peanut butters. What do I pick? I pick Jeff, because I'm a choosy mother and I'm a good mother. So I want to emotionally connect the peanut butter so that my son will have a good peanut butter. But it's the same, it's the same reason why uh, McDonald's uh, builds a store right next to Burger King. They both sell burgers, but you have to distinguish yourself and emotionally connect yourself with the people that are getting ready to turn in and buy a burger. So, uh, so learn the high concept the elevator speech and marketing. And then you can almost springboard into any particular marketing concept that you have. Excellent advice. One of my favorite quotes is by Maya Angelou and it's people won't remember what you said. They won't remember what you did. They will remember how you made them feel. And I really live by that. I think it is so essential to be intentional about how you are making people feel and the feelings that you are evoking in your specific selected audience. But it can be really difficult, I know, as an author to come up with that high concept and see your book from the outside, you know, because you're so far in it a lot of the time. What advice do you have for someone who's like, I mean, I know what my book is about, but how do I communicate that to my audience? When um, I have three separate genres that I write about, my marketing genre, my metaphysical genre, and then my romantic suspense genre. So it really depends who you're talking to and who they want to talk to that I'm going to give the right Lynn Random back to them. But um, my books are very well known. I'm, I'm a very type of Agatha Christie kind of writer to where there's a lot of twists, there's a lot of turns. So you have to decide how you know how to take that and convert it over to your readers because like i said just like michelangelo they you've got to make them feel mm -hmm. if you're going to be sterile and you're going to say my book is about you know whatever but you don't you have to promote emotionally connect with the reader slash buyer of your book uh, i used to be in sales and i taught sales and i taught sales people <clears throat> so 
one of the things I was I would tell them is you've always got to emotionally connect your product with um, the the client that you're talking to. So when I was working with real estate clients, I told them I said as you're walking through the house, you don't want to say here's the bedroom, here's the bathroom, here's the living room. You want to walk through and emotionally make that connection by saying like, look at this beautiful TV room. I know you will enjoy it. You said, shared with me that you and your husband and kids love, you know, watching movies. This would be a great place for, to watch those movies in. You know, so you want to continuously, when I'm doing sales work or when, I, when I'm even working with books, I start talking about you, yours. When I'm at, I'll give you a trip. When I'm at a writer's conference and I went to one where I was with 20 other romance novels, um, and, and I don't want to mention the group, but they were just staring at me because they were sitting there with zero books to sell. And, uh, and I've outlined all sorts of, you know, things in my book to, to make, you know, I had the balloons, I had a, my reviews up. Uh, the reviews I got on Amazon and the reviews I got on my publisher's site, I had in a little uh, photo book. So if people said, is this a good book? And I would say, yes. And you can look at this and about three into, this is such a great book, um, they, they were ready to buy. Now, something else I would do psychologically, doctor, you will appreciate this. I'd take the book and I'd put it in their hands. They now psychologically have possession of the book. And I would say, how would you like me to autograph that book for you? And they tell me, and I outsold everybody else about, I sold over 55 books that day. And I think they didn't sell 20 between all of them. So, so you have to um, learn a little bit of sales technique. I don't want people to get intimidated by some of these things. These aren't out there. It's just a matter of learning, you know, how, how to uh, ask for, you know, the book sale. In, in the case where uh, people are talking to uh, potential customers or, um, or they're talking to, you know, they want free advice or free books or, or free something, you know, then you want to say things like, that's a great question. I don't have time for it right now. And the, my psychic friends get a lot of that. What's going on with Bob? You know, and I'm going like, well, here's what you, you know, and they were like, how do I handle that? And, and I'll say, well, just tell them, say, I'd like to really be comprehensive with you and let's talk about that. Okay, but, and I don't have time now to give it to it. So give me your email address and I'll send you a link and we'll go ahead and set up a time that way. That way I can give you the time that you deserve to have. Now, on the backside, I'm sending them a link to schedule, but I'm also sending them a link to my PayPal account to pay. Right. So, you know, and, and I'm not saying everybody get, you know, is willing to give free advice and help other people, but at the same time, this is your business. So you don't want to, you know, give away the cow, so to speak. So yeah, you have to have boundaries. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So to do that. So, um, but yeah, it, it just uh, know who you are. The other thing that I would tell people to do is know who your demographics are. Yep. Uh, de your demographics are the market, the people that are going to most advertise and buy your book. <clears throat> I'm going to go back to my advertising days. We had an account. Uh, back in the uh, middle to late 70s. 
And these, our, our clients said, but this is such a great idea. We, we think people love it. And we'd say, what is it? And they'd say, well, it's first run movies, Vegas nightclub sports spectacular. And I said, where are you advertising? They were all over the place. They were with an advertising agency. Advertising agencies make money by getting 15% of every ad that they place everywhere. So we started target marketing with this account. And, uh, and the account was uh, HBO when it first came into Pinellas County, Florida. And it was uh, HBO, you know, first thing is you wanna educate people. What is HBO? First one movies, Vegas nightclub, sports spectacular. <coughs> we advertised in places only TV, all the little throwaway TV guide pubs, you know, that were out at the time and a uh, couple billboards and, you know, some areas and we increased their business 600%. Um, I developed the number one real estate pre-sale in the U.S. and also in Canada. We sold over 200 homes in less than, uh, than two weeks. So, and I took the same concept different places and we sold out. Why was I successful? Because I target marketed to exactly the right audience that I should reach. And authors and uh, writers or spiritual practitioners need to do the same thing. Understand who your market is. If you're, if you're writing a romance novel, about 80% of your market are women. Uh, your demographic group are 35 plus. Uh, you know, so you want, where do the women go to buy the books? And would you, uh, besides Amazon, they buy the books uh, at grocery stores. So know where people are buying your books. So knowing your audience, absolutely super duper important. That can actually be a really big question, I think, for a lot of people. They haven't really thought about who am I writing for? Who am I writing to? One thing I always advise if you're having trouble with that is really think about what do you what do you value? What what value does this book actually bring? Like what is the value proposition? And who else values that, right? Who could use that? Exactly. That's really who your audience is. And one thing that really tripped me up as a new author was figuring out my categories. Mm -hmm. Because it maybe it's simple when it's romance, you know, that's a category, that's a genre. But when you're writing a book that's like nonfiction, it's got some memoir in it, it's got some how-to in it, it's got like it's there's a lot going on in there. Figuring out what category to put it under can be kind of tricky. Do you have any um tips or tricks around that? Um, I would um, I would look at people like who's going to, again, we're back to demographic. Yeah. Like, who are you people that are going to buy your book? Um, so uh, for instance, um, one, and I just, I just have this in my head right now, but uh, one of my hotel clients, they were a hotel up in the mountains of North Carolina. And um, and they said, well, look at us. And they and he showed like the major city, like a hundred miles from them is the major center of the world, you know? And, and they said, how can I reach the market? So his, his market was so spread out. And I said, I said, let's pull it back and start where your hotel is. You are your, the center of your universe. So you need to find the people that are most apt to buy your books. So depending on what your story is about, um, you know, I, I talked to somebody the other day and they had 
nobody's going to buy my books. And they put it out on a post on one of the loops that I'm on. And I was just shaking my head because people were writing, oh, other immigrants, you know, this was a struggle, you know, a struggle with a young immigrant who came to this country and uh, lifted herself by the bootstraps and became a success. That was her, her premise. You know, so she wanted, she said, oh, I need to go to other immigrants. I'm like, no, you know, that's not your market. Because number one, if you're trying to address somebody that's just crossed into our border, God bless them, you know, but they're not going to buy their your book. And I said, what you want to reach is that broader market to where you're reaching people who are interested in getting a book that would tell about how you lifted up by your bootstrings and talked about your biography and how, the, how your life is similar to theirs. So uh, for her, I recommended, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stories right now. You know, she can focus on cable news. She could go on the, you know, the Today Show. I've, I've been on a lot of these shows, national TV. She can get her message out, but she's got to look at who's going to be most apt to buy her book, you know, and, and don't, you know, you want to go to people that can buy your book, you know, so we're, we're, there might be a couple of people out there that are going like, oh, I'm just doing this for my soul. Well, you know, get over it. You know, you want to make a little money as well. And, and I certainly endeavor to do that. But um, but you want to promote yourself and to find your right market. Uh, do you want to talk about your book? I can see what I come up with real fast. Oh, sure. So um, I was, I was just going to ask too. So, but what about the opposite problem of like, my book's for everyone. I hear that one a lot with my clients, you know, this is for everyone. Everyone should read this. It's like, okay, but we're going to have to niche that down a a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So my book, it's called Release Your Masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And it's really a kind of hands-on guide to Mm -hmm taking a big leap, making a transformation. Um, Maybe like you, you've been in a career for a long time that you know is not making you happy. And there's just something inside of you that feels like a masterpiece that has not been released. (laughs) And this is a hands-on how-to guide to get aligned to, you know, your creative source and start releasing those creations that are kind of stuck within you. That's a perfect book. Okay, and uh, I, I want to, and what I would suggest you do first mm-hmm. is to take all the groups that you're not a part of. You don't want the mystery writers. You don't want right. the children's book. You don't want, so who are you left? Uh, the one that's going to hear your message the most are going to be women. And there's mm-hmm. two categories of women uh, that I would say would be your market. Your first category of women would be young women who are emerging out of college or maybe even high school. Yeah. You know, but you have a story that's empowering women. And there's certainly a lot of groups online. There's certainly a lot of publications. Uh, let me circle back to that in a second. Uh, there's certainly a lot of venues, you know, that talk about your story and people don't know where to begin. The other side of, of uh, this, because the, the middle years are going to be ladies that are, you know, they've got their families that, you know, they'd like to get there, but, mm-hmm. you know, they might be, they're just busy raising families right now, yeah. and getting from week to week. So who's the other group that has to reinvent themselves? And that would be people my age, mm-hmm. you know, who are, are interested in maybe 
um, you know, how did they, how did they go back and find themselves? How did they go back like I did and create the masterpiece that's inside them? One of the uh, so what so I would go after the college, you know, graduate, the young person, the 25 to 35 uh, years of age. It's going to be probably closer to, you know, 25 to 30. But also, this is a suggestion. I wanted to recommend that you go to uh, and put yourself on book clubs. And one of the book clubs I would recommend to you is Girlfriends. Um, and Girlfriends is the publication for um, the uh, AARP group. Hmm. So they have like 10, I, I can't remember, it's like enormous number. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, a beautiful uh, Tammy Morrison, she writes for, she has beautiful stories about the Black experience. Mm -hmm. So while I was doing some research on my book, Driving Book Sales and looking up, um, uh, uh, you know, book clubs, I said, Tammy, uh, I wrote, I said, Tammy, do you know that there's 750 book clubs dedicated to uh, the Black experience? Hmm. And, and I said, no, it's not 750 people. It's 750 book clubs. Those book clubs can be anywhere from 25, 50, 100, 1,000 members. What does that work out to in book sales for her fabulous books? So look at the book clubs is, is one avenue to do. Another way to get attention, <clears throat> and I'm doing it for myself right now. In my book, Driving Book Sales, um, I have a uh, chapter uh, you know, I'm, I want to get publicity, and one of the ways that I'm doing it is through Amazon Shorts. Amazon oh. Shorts, you can publish by yourself. Uh, you don't need a publisher for them, self-publish, I do. Uh, but anyway, my one of my uh, end chapters, and, and you, I know you've read my book, thank you, uh, but I changed the title a little bit because in my book, it's about how to create a promotional calendar. Well, for this standout book, I wrote how to create a year-round promotional calendar. Mm -hmm. And I'm probably going to be giving it away for free, but I tell people exactly how to create a calendar from the fact of either doing it online or getting a handheld calendar, and then all the way through schedule like one major event a month and then three little, three little ones. <coughs> Excuse me. Your big event could be speaking at a writer's group. Or, or being on a Zoom meeting. And your three other groups could be uh, one week uh, or, or maybe X amount of time that you put to it, uh, you know, promoting your book online. Maybe uh, another week is going to be contacting book clubs and following up with them. And again, you're writing your high concept, your uh, elevator speech and your blurb and you're, you're presenting it to them. And maybe another one is going to be creating a press release because you've got to have people, the title of my book is Driving Book Sales, and that's exactly what you're, you're going to do. If you walk into a bookstore, you go to, to Amazon, and you don't have an idea as to what you want to get, uh, you're going to be deer in the headlights. There's so much out there, so you start narrowing it down. So you want to have that press release out there, and I tell you how to do it, but you have a press release to where somebody reads it and goes, well, that sounds like a good book. I'm going to go to my local Barnes and Noble and I'm going to buy that book. Uh, you know, and they're on a mission because they know exactly what they want. That's driving book sales. 
So um, that, those would be some of the, um, and, and as I come up with other ideas, I'll send them to you. Um, but know your market, know how to reach them. And uh, if, and what I'm doing is, you know, I'm lifting out a chapter that is significant, <coughs> excuse me. And in my book, you know, after you read um, how to create a year round promotional calendar, I've got links that link that book into driving book sales so that they can, they can buy the book. So, and I've also got links in there that when they read it, they can go over to my website and see the other books that I have. So that's, that's one of the things that I would do. Um, I would take a look at your book again, um, but, but just take a look at for the younger woman, I would look at some of these, um, I don't want to say teenage books, but you know, the, the little bit of uh, younger market that the, that the younger female is reading. And I'd put a, give them an article and say, okay to print, excerpt of my book, you know, and then uh, and let, let them have it. They'll probably pay you for it, you know, or you can put it in something like Woman's Day, or there's ample amount of online uh, uh, Facebook groups, you know, that, that you're reading and you can reach the college. Set up for you, I would also suggest maybe doing a couple speaking engagements you know, at some colleges and, and talk about that. Uh, or seniors, you know, again, because it's that time when they are most apt to buy your book, which is when there's a time, a period of major change. Absolutely. Yeah. Great advice. Thank you. But what, what I tell people to do is to take my book. <clears throat> I don't care if they mark it up. It's not going to hurt my feelings <laughs> or get a notebook beside it. And what, what I ideally would like people to do is, you know, get a dollar notebook. And as you're going through it, you want to place things in three categories. One are, ca are things you want to do right now. Number two would be things you want to do in 90 days. Number three would be, boy, that's a great idea, but I'm just not ready to do that right mm -hmm. now, you know? So, um, so you have that. And then you get a calendar and you start blocking in your time. Um, you know, on, on when and how to do it, but, you know, plan the work, work the plan. I love it. Okay. Great. So at this time, I usually do a little exercise. So I want to kind of wrap this up. What would you say is the biggest takeaway that you want to make sure people really walk away with from this conversation? Believe in yourself. Mm. Don't listen to words that other people tell you. If you don't have any support in your life, then learn how to draw it from within yourself. Look to uh, Facebook groups, look to groups and people that are going to support you. So believe in yourself. Don't believe the words that others are saying because they aren't true. Is there anything else you wish I had asked you today? Um, Thank you all <laughs> for attending. Uh, I'm, I, I'm so, I'm a little bit different horse because I'm in so many different genres. You yeah. Know? Um, and uh, I, I've got a great book out on reincarnation. Mm. Talks about near death, I'll show you, near death experiences. It's, um, and it also tells you what happens when you die. And it also, you know, goes into that. Uh, my next book that's coming out this month is manifestation through visualization 
So, and I work with crystals, you know, and such on that. I've got one out coming out on cord cutting. And uh, the one I'm getting ready to start on now, well, I'm, I'll save that for another time. All uh, right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. All right. All right. Uh, I'm doing one about communicating with UFOs. Big subject. Ooh. So I'm doing that. And it's called, uh, it, it's called uh, Starship, no, Starbase Earth. Nice. Well, I look forward to all of those. Yeah, yes, well, I have If you want, and the rest of my books, the Pirates in Paradise, Lights, Camera, Murder, um, I, you know, I don't write books that are going to affect you and make you, you know, do something extraordinary, like find your masterpiece. I'll, I'll leave that to superb <laughs> writers like yourself. I'm the book to take down to the beach. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and enjoy it for a couple hours and then go, wow, that was a great book. So, um, but yeah, find your genre, who you are, uh, know who your audience is. <coughs> and, you know, my book, ebook of this is $2.99. Uh, the print book is, I don't know, $14, $15 or something. I don't know what the publisher said, but, uh, um, but, and if you do, leave a review, please leave reviews. Always, please uh, yeah, leave reviews. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Reviews, um, you know, is a way, I think, number one, to say thank you to an author if you've enjoyed the book. Uh, number two, it changes the algorithm. Uh, mm -hmm. with the book. So more people leave reviews. Um, it kind of bumps you up in the ranking. More people see you, more people buy you. So, you know, it's, it's really a strong way to do it. I tell all of these things from Amazon Shorts to your, how to create your branding, goes into detail on so many different things I go step by step on how to do a press release. As an author, you already have all the tools inside of you. Uh, believe in yourself and like Nike says, do it. Just do it, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So let's do this fun little exercise that I always like to end on. You are a visualizer, so this should be easy, easy and fun okay. for you, right? So I'm gonna have you close your eyes. Okay. And just breathe in some colored light and then tell me what color it is. Rainbow. Beautiful. Okay. Excellent. And now I'm going to, I have a magic wand over here. Okay? okay. And when I wave it in front of you, everything that you deeply desire will come to pass just right here in this moment. Mm -hmm. So magic wand waved. What is the first thing you see in this new ideal existence? my bills paid in full <laughs> beautiful <laughs> and it's because i've just we're doing a lot of home improvement so uh right now so we just put that up so that's kind of a, not pressing we've i've got the plan plan the work work the plan i do the same thing with my bills so um i know exactly when everything will be paid for but uh, uh but yeah it, it's it's you know it's having those the rest of the things i'm of the age where I've really got everything I want, you know, my dogs, um, my health is not the best, but it's okay. It's age appropriate. So, <laughs> you know, so I'm not, I'm not looking for that new car, that new house. I've got all stuff. You know, my passion right now is I want your viewers and everyone who has a dream of writing a book to be successful. That's my passion right now. Ooh, yeah. Well, so now I'd like you to see someone who just uh, read your book mm -hmm. and they put all your ideas into practice and 
they're getting a ton of book sales and they're so excited about it. And they really want you to know how important this has been to them. And just soak that feeling in. Tell me what that feels like. Um, this is something that I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an Akasic record reader. I'm a crystal intuitive. Mm-hmm. I work with angels. So in my next book, uh, see, see, with me, you can almost go anywhere and say, that reminds me of my next book. Exactly. Uh, but you have to align yourself with that success. Mm-hmm. You have to align yourself with that which you want to have. So for that reader who is a, who is a success, um, that's what I want. Quick story, and I'll be brief. I, had, I was at a writer's conference, had a lady come into me just in tears in the bathroom. She was just a muddle of, of, of tears. And she said, and I said, what happened? She said, I just met with a writer with an agent. And he said, because I was self-published, I would never get published. So she and I had a come to Jesus meeting. And I talked to her about it. And, I, and she wrote children's books about fairies. I said, you keep doing what you're doing. And her passion was, she loved sharing her fairy book in uh, at the libraries doing readings for children. Uh, long story short, two months, two or three months later, she, I got a call from her and she said, Lynn, she said, I was doing my story reading in the back of the room was the vice president of marketing for Walt Disney World. And he loved this story so much. Long end uh, of the story, they came in and bought her book, making it into a movie and a television show. So you, So do what you love. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a perfect way to end. Thank you so much for being here, Lynn. Thank you. I'm also a fairyologist, by the way. I should mention that, so I love that. <laughs> me too, me too, me too. All I'll right. talk about that sometime. Okay, very good. Yes. Thank you so much, Namaste. Yes, thank you. Where can the folks at home find all, all of your wonderfulness? Uh, they can find me on uh, com show you this is if you're into writing lynnrandom.com uh you can find me on my author's page uh my author profile over on amazon and uh just you know leave me a review if you do it and enjoy the books the romances and the mysteries and the paranormals and the comedies that i write and if you're a writer or a spiritual practitioner medium psychic holistic healer uh get your copy of uh, the business side and be a success i want to be that little pebble that goes into the middle of a pond and it just radiates out because i know we're doing god's work and i know that we're impacting and changing the world and i think we all do this together help everybody that you can and love without conditions absolutely i think there's enough for all of us thank you so much. Absolutely. Namaste. Thank you so much for being here to witness that. After all, a story with no audience to receive it is like a plant with no soil to take root in. If you found this episode worthwhile, please pass it on. And if you've got a story the world just isn't quite getting, I'm here to help. Check out my website, thatsallowed.com, to get your free ideal scene meditation and start releasing your masterpiece today.